This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Thank you, Baylor, Scott & White, very much. And thank you for tuning in. I'm here for the next hour, sponsored by Baylor Scott & White, and we'll be telling you all about that. So, uh, anyway, welcome back. If you left or if you're brand new to the uh, program as of this moment, welcome. We're glad you're here. Phone lines are all filled, but the number as I empty a line, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Clarabelle. I've been doing this for 38 years or so. I've never had a Clarabelle before. This bashful three-year-old 47-pound hound mix is looking for a home where she can learn how great it is to be a pet in a real home. She has the typical droopy hound ears and a gorgeous blue merle coat. Clarabelle is shy around strangers, but with a little petting and offerings of yummy treats, she warms up to her human companions quickly. She did not have the best of lives before coming into the SPCA of Texas, so she's eager to find a loving family who will let her adjust to her cushy new lifestyle on her own time. The SPCA of Texas thinks that Clarabelle would do best in a home with children over 12 and either a fenced-in yard or a low-traffic apartment where she can spend peaceful time outdoors. She's ready to share her love with anyone willing to give her a new leash on life and show them what a gentle, loyal, and affectionate dog she is. To celebrate Shelter Pet Summer, you can adopt an adult dog or cat from the SPCA of Texas Shelters for only $25. The special is offered for pets located at the SPCA of Texas Shelters and in their foster homes, and adoptions will be by appointment only. Clarabelle is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Clarabelle, fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Clarabelle has been spayed, microchipped, She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas at Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash find a pet and find and visit spca.org slash dog adopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat. That's Clarabelle, Clarabelle the dog, bashful three-year-old 47-pound hound mix. Sponsored by Baylor Scott & White Health, just as this entire hour is. GetBetterTexas.com. This is an important message for you from Baylor Scott & White Health. And uh, this has to do with their brand new app. The app is entitled, it's called My BSW Health. And that app from Baylor Scott & White Health you can manage your health care your way so you can keep yourself in tip-top shape. It helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family all on your schedule and from wherever you are. And you don't even need a, a, a green thumb to download the MyBSW Health app. Just text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your phone or Android device. That's BETTER to 88408. Thank, uh, thank Baylor Scott & White Health for this innovative app. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. Again, text BETTER to 88408. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. 
And now, back to Neil. I think there's an echo in here. Thank you very much, Stubby. Let's go back to Jay in Burleson. We'll finish up about his crepe myrtle. Jay, what I was trying to describe, uh, I'm going to tell you, is uh, is what I have seen on the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney, specifically a variety called Tuscarora. Uh, it seems like all the Tuscaroras that I've looked at this year uh, have, have uh, died back about 70%. The plants are thin. Uh, sparse. They have growth at the tops, but not very good growth. They have flowers at the top, but not very good bloom yet. Um, and uh, they have very strong regrowth from down below. Uh, most of them have uh, trunks that are uh, two or three inches in diameter. The plants are 10 to 12 to 14 feet tall, and they look they just don't look good. There's a lot of dead wood in them up above. The bottom growth, that new growth coming from the ground, is really strong and really good looking. Is that what you're describing? Uh, yes. And like I was saying, halfway up, if I could say halfway up, there are, uh, you know, little, I want to call them suckers coming out, but I keep taking off thinking that, you know, that it's taking uh, uh, vitamins from the, the tree but do you have yes sprouts coming up from the ground i have some yes and those are very strong and very luxuriant correct uh they're very healthy yeah Yeah, those are the ones you really want to culture and and save those are the ones that probably need to be used as the new trunks if i'm if i'm picturing what you're describing to me correctly what color are what color are these plants the flowers lavender lavender all right, uh, then that does not, that's not uh, Tuscarora. Tuscarora is a rosy red, uh, dark pink. Um, and, and Tuscarora is the one that seems in our crepe myrtle trails, where we have many thousands of crepe myrtles, seems to be the one that was hurt the worst. The variety Sioux has been hurt a good bit. Muscogee typically is hurt pretty badly. And it's lavender. It's a big lavender. It gets 20 feet tall. Yours may not be that old, so that may be the difference. I don't know what variety you have. But it sounds to me like freeze damage, and without seeing your plants, I don't want to say that you need to cut them back and get rid of those stems that that are sparse. Uh, We're cutting a bunch of them back in the World Collection Park, already have, in fact, and are are letting the the, uh, sprouts that are coming up develop. We'll take... uh, um, a plant that may have 25 shoots coming up from the ground, and we will thin them uh, in September back to probably 10 or 12. And then next spring, after after the winter, uh, we will probably thin those back to 7. And then by uh, summer, by this time next year, we may thin them back down to the final 3 or 5 trunks that mm-hmm. will eventually be the trunks. And within 18 months to two years of the time that the freeze happened, we will have plants that were, will be almost as tall as, as they were before the freeze. They won't have quite the breadth on the, on the trunk diameters yet, but they will regrow so quickly. Uh, better to do that than to leave those uh, struggling tops that may never really recover. Now, again, I'm not seeing your plants, but that's, that's what I'm seeing on the varieties that had freeze damage in the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney. Could I cut back um, those uh, stalks, if you will, to where the new growth is coming out? I I wouldn't, because uh, then you'll have uh, really bizarre-looking trunks with crooks in them. If you're going to cut them back, cut them to the ground and use the new shoots from the ground. Okay. Yeah, you're going to gain... Three months of growth by leaving that three or four feet of, of trunk. Three months of growth, and you're going to look at it for 30 years and say, man, I wish I'd just cut them clear back to the ground. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time, and uh, you really ought to think about giving Mike a raise. All right? Uh, Mike's had a raise. Oh, well, Mike what, disagrees. One in how many years? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you've been talking to Mike. Yeah, Mike has Mike has Mike has command of my ears and no one else hears. And I've been now in the last ten seconds listening to him. All right, we'll do that. Take care. Right, Thank Matt. you, Jay. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Mike's brother, Jay. 
<laughs> let's go to, all right, let's see, I need to take a break. Then we'll come to Linda. Linda, thank you for being patient. I'll come to you right after this break. Neil's phrase, Lone Star Gardening. This is my book. It's my baby. I'm selling my baby. Uh, I, I've done five books, and um, one of them never made it to press because the company pulled the plug on all books. It's a, a big national company that you would recognize. I've never mentioned the name on the air. Don't intend to. Uh, but I worked a year for that book for them. And then in 2008, they said, or nine, I guess it was, they said, nope, no more books. Oh, great. Thank you. So one year of my life gone. And I just decided at that point, all right, I am going to self-publish the next book that I do. And that's what I have done. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I got to pick my own editor, and that was Carolyn Skye, because she is my friend and the best editor, not afraid to tell me when I've done something wrong. And I really respect that. And she did. A lot of times, Neil, I don't understand what you just wrote. You need to rewrite this. Cindy Smith, the best graphic designer I ever used, um, have ever worked with. And, and she she just did a masterful job of taking 840 photographs. I had no idea. And putting them into this book in a way that it's really coherent. I think you'll like the book. Eleven chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It's all in here. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar. It's a, a word calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. It's not a calendar that goes up on the wall. It's a text calendar of when to do things, perpetual calendar. This book is not in stores and not on Amazon. Remember, I didn't go through a publishing house, therefore I didn't have that sales team to go out to distributors, etc., etc., and I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to sell it to you directly so I could sign all the books as I sold them. And so, of the 66,000 copies that I've sold, the only ones that I haven't signed were the very first ones. They were delayed in getting out, and people wanted them, and, and it was spring, and I said, okay, I'm going to send the first 6,000 without being signed. But the last 60,000 have all gone out signed. Satisfaction completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. No requests for refunds, not at all, in all that time. So, here is the way you get it. Not in stores, not on Amazon. It is available at my website. That's the best way to buy it. You can go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. You can also call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 4769, but the better way to order right now, I'll be signing this evening, is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call, 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation Repair. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. That's our church. The services are 8, 9, 10, 05, which streams also at sharingtheheart.org, and 1110. Contemporary services are at 10, 05, and 11, and six services in that one beautiful historic building. Um, I need to tell you about Mueller right now. Seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. No kidding. But let's do some math. For what you're paying in yearly costs for that storage room that you're renting, you could own your own storage building in your own backyard. 
That happens with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble with bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, adding style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. You can see all the options at MuellerInc.com. Great website, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. They're Mueller. They're made in America. And they're made to last. MuellerInc.com This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. To be in line right quickly, 888-9227. Linda in North Dallas, you are finally on the air. Thank you for your patience. How can I help you? Yes, well, a few weeks ago you told everybody that they needed to get out and do their pre-emergent, which I did. And I fertilized, did a regular nitrogen, you know, high nitrogen fertilizer in March. And um, I read in your newsletter that you have to be careful with nitrogen on St. Augustine this time of year. So I'm wondering what I need mm-hmm. to do to feed the St. Augustine, or do I not at all? Well, yeah, and that's a that's a very good question. Gray leaf spot is the disease for folks who are not familiar with what Linda's talking about. It is a disease that um, is encouraged, we'll just say, by nitrogen in the heat of the summer, and it is already rampant around North Texas. I, I never saw this disease, Linda, uh, until the late nineties um and or mid 90s probably and it showed up in my own lawn and I, I called my good friend the late dr jim mcafee jim and i grew up together and he was a wonderful turf expert with texas a&m he said neil you've put nitrogen on your lawn recently haven't you i said yeah he said don't do that again i said why he said well this is gray leaf spot and and uh, he said you're overfeeding your lawn and and secondly you you can use a fungicide to stop it, but as long as you're fertilizing in the heat, it's going to continue to be a problem for you. <clears throat> and so as soon as I quit fertilizing in the summer, it, it really uh, cut back on the gray leaf spot. So from about the middle of June on, I, I don't fertilize my St. Augustine. Linda, we tend to overdo it with St. Augustine, actually with all of our grasses. Uh, but uh, especially St. Augustine. And so although March is too early to fertilize, I'd rather have you let it be a little bit hungry until September uh, than to fertilize now. It, it's about to get so hot that I, I think you would uh, invite the gray leaf spot problem into your yard if you were to fertilize now. Now, the gray leaf spot, is that because of watering or humidity in the air or heat or what? Is the cause root cause of that, or do I need to put a fungicide down just it's a, as a preventative maintenance thing? Well, what you need to do is learn what it looks like, and then you would use the. You don't do anything as a preventive; you do it as a as a quick uh, uh, control if you have it. Um, gray leaf spot will show up. The first thing you'll notice is uh, looking across the lawn maybe three or four days after it's been mowed, you'll notice that the tips of the blades kind of have a yellowish cast to them. You, you look across your lawn, and it looks just a little yellow in, in areas. Not the whole lawn, just in areas. And when you get closer, you begin to realize that some of the blades are yellowed. Um, and specifically, when you look at those blades, you just you go from distant to, to mid-length to close-up view, uh, kind of like uh, uh, focusing in a, a camera lens, and you realize, oh, my gosh, look, there are spots on those leaves. And uh, the spots will be diamond-shaped. Uh, they will be about BB-sized, and they will be uh, dark brown with gray centers. And 
I was at a friend's house this week looking, and I, I took uh, I had my my phone with me, but it has a very good camera. And I took the camera back, the phone back to the car, and I was just showing my wife, who is not a not a plant person. I said, "Here, when I see leaves of the yes, they are." And, and they're very visible. They're not visible if you're just walking across the lawn. You have to focus in closely, and, and then you realize that the lawn is paired with them. And uh, that's, you've waited too long when that happens. You want to you treat uh, when you see a few of those spots uh, showing up not uh, on the leaves, not the spots in the lawn. I'm, I'm talking about the individual spots on the blades. They'll even be so bad as they'll get on the runners as well. It is a fungus. It can kill areas of the lawn, um, and and for it, you would use the same material you use in the spring for uh, take-all root rot. That's azoxystrobin. It's Scott's Disease X. It's the only only product that's out there with that active ingredient. Uh, Daconil is also labeled, I believe, for uh, uh, leaf spots in in turf. Uh, it has a little bit limited uh, label, not sure why, but it's a, an outstanding fungicide. Um, and there are some other things. You can find a lot on Great Leaf Spot online uh, through Clemson and, and uh, some of the other southern universities. It also will get on Zoysia. Yes, to answer your question and finish that answer, yes, nighttime watering is, is taboo with Great Leaf Spot. Nitrogen is the big kicker in it though it it really causes it to spread quickly even more than nighttime watering would okay and how often this time of year do you think you should water like every other day or every third day in a sunny Uh, location no i have a yeah well look at your forecast we got a 40 percent chance uh, or 30 today and 80 tomorrow and and then we're going to hit a, a stream, a string of uh, days where we have zero percent chance for about two months. So it's hard to tell, and and it it de- depends on whether it's ninety five degrees or one hundred five degrees. There's no predicting. Uh, the the best thing that came along in sprinkler systems, if, if you have an automatic system, is smart controllers because they take care of that for you. Uh, I would say that if you're having to do it with the sprinkler on the end of a hose, probably every third or fourth day at at 105 degrees, I would certainly be watering every third day and watering deeply. Uh, at 100, at 95 degrees, probably every fourth day. But, but that, that really depends on how big an area you're trying to cover, um, and and droplet size and how much water pressure you have. There are too many variables. I can't say that. How often do you drink water? That varies from person to person and from activity to activity. Right. Okay. So it's not that easy a question to answer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm trying to make it worth your while for having waited. <laughs> well, your newsletter. Yeah. Saved well, you'll you'll see you'll see greatly. <laughs> Good. Well, it paid off then. It really paid off, and I'll be talking about it again this week just because I saw a. A, a pretty good example of, of what I want to talk about. So, hey, I'm glad you called, and thank you for being okay, patient with you. me. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Have All a good right. day. You bet. All right, Cody in Arlington, I'll be coming to you right after the newscast. Your Chinese pistachio deserves just a little bit uh, more time. Ed in Corinth is having Texas ash problems, and we need to talk about ash trees. We really need to because there is a lot going on with them. All right, I told you I would be doing another ad for uh, my tree service company that is on my program. And as I told you last hour, I do not mention company names. Um, I do mention that one product name that uh, is the only fungicide that uh, contains that active ingredient uh, that uh, that I referred to earlier. But I, I don't I don't mention my sponsors in answers. Uh, I, I think that the editorial needs to be kept separate from from ads. Well, I'm in an ad now, and I can tell you, Arborological Services does the finest job of tree care of any company I have ever seen. They will not let you take them off course. You ask them to top a tree, they won't do it. They just don't do it. It's it's like they have some kind of a governing system in their bodies, and it says we just shut down. Um, if it's something that they know to be bad uh, for the tree, the health and vigor of the tree, 
they will shut down. They will tell you this is not something we are capable of doing, willing to do. And that's why I like them so much. And they've done that to me. They've said, no, Neil, that's not the way you prune that tree. And I like that very much. In the meanwhile, what you do get is you get a company that does it right. They do it well. And they watch your trees like hawks. They're so careful and so well-trained. More than 10 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arbors. That certification involves a tough test. These are the best in the business. College-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Three of their uh, uh, lead staff people, uh, including owner Steve Hauser, are Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. That's a very lofty award given to one person per year in the whole state. They also have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. That's Miguel Pastanez. That's the kind of professional work you're getting from Arborological Services. Their phone number, it's a toll-free number from anywhere you can hear me. They serve Dallas and Tarrant and uh, uh, Southern Denton, Southern Collin Counties. 866 866- Five five two seven two six seven, arborological dot com on Facebook Arborological Services Inc. Twitter at the Tree Experts Arborological Services eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WBAP 24-7 News. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. It was back in 1983 that Whiskey Stone founded and they found it with the intention of having the finest stone anywhere you could find. I had been looking for stone yards. I, I always enjoyed, even when I was in college, I would go to stone yards. And I was out in Fort Collins, Colorado as a graduate student at Colorado State. I would go to stone yards. I would go stone hunting on the weekends up in the, in the foothills of the Rockies. I have always enjoyed stone. Well, when I went to Whiskey Stone for the first time, oh my goodness, 22 acres of beautiful stone. It was, it was just like a, a kid in a toy store. I loved that first visit. I have loved every visit. To 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. You will too. Now, they're open Monday through Saturday, and so make a destination of it. Go out and take a look at the finest in stone, every kind of stone you could possibly want. If you're looking for retaining wall stone, they have it. If you're looking for stone for a patio or a pool decking, no problem there. Decorative gravel, if you want river rock, if you want uh, landscaping boulders, they have them all. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. They have contact with the and, and do business every day with the finest landscape contractors in North Texas. So they can refer you to somebody who can use their stone to create a masterpiece in your landscape. The best it gets and nice people to boot. That's Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. As I mentioned, open Monday through Saturday, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiskey Stone. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. First Lady will be in DFW Tuesday. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP First Traffic and Weather on the Ones. Construction project in Mesquite affects northbound 635 between I-30 and North Galloway Avenue. Long-term project is closed 635's HOV lanes both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive, and constructions closed HOV lanes of both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Partly to mostly cloudy today. Few showers, few storms possible. High temperature, 92. Tomorrow, Monday, showers and storms are likely. High temperature then, about 87 degrees or so. Right now, cloudy, 81. First Lady Jill Biden will be in the Metroplex this week. 
According to the White House, the First Lady will be visiting COVID-19 vaccine sites in Texas to encourage residents to get vaccinated. Dr. Biden is expected to be in DFW on Tuesday. Texas Democratic lawmakers are suing Republican Governor Greg Abbott because he vetoed capital paycheck funds. And he did that because they walked out of the legislature to block some sweeping new voting restrictions that Abbott wants. Lawsuit filed Friday reflects tensions that remain more than a month after the Democrats staged that late-night quorum break to stop the GOP from passing tougher election laws. The governor has said paychecks shouldn't go to those who quit their jobs early. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. 24-7 News coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you, sir. Uh, Advanced Foundation Repair. You may have noticed with all the rains that things were operating kind of strangely around your house. That's the time to call Advanced Foundation Repair. Maybe now that the soils are beginning to dry out a little bit, maybe things are going the other way. Well, if it rains, maybe they'll go back the first way, and then it will get hot and dry, and they really will go back to uh, the way they were last summer and other summers in the past. You need to call Advanced Foundation Repair. If your house is moving and shifting every time the soil gets wet or gets dry, then you really need Advanced Foundation Repair. That's not good for your house. That's really not good. It's not good for the things that go on in the walls of your house and the plumbing and all of that and the mortar joints and the tile and the tape and bed work. Oh, not good. Let them come out and do a thorough assessment. If you don't have foundation problems, they will tell you that. That's the most uh, relieving thing of all of this. I've had several people, many people over the 25 years that I've been doing their ads, I've had many people tell me that they're so grateful that Advanced Foundation Repair found no problems and told them that. Because, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of the Foundation Repair Company. We don't know. Most of us don't know what to look for in terms of if somebody said, yeah, you, you don't have anything visible, but here, yakety yak. Um, Advanced Foundation Repair will give you the, the, the straight answer, and I like that. That's why I'm proud to do ads for them. If you do have problems, they'll show you where they are, what they are, and they'll tell you what it would cost to repair them. Then if you accept that, then they will get the job done and give you a warranty good for the lifetime of your house. That's why they have earned the name Advanced Foundation Repair. 214 333 Don't wait for the heat of the summer. Call it's hot already. Call them call them now. 214-333-0003. On the web it's foundationrepairs.com. That was a plural. Foundationrepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police, what they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. One of the most enjoyable hobbies you could have for yourself or for a child or grandchild is looking at the birds in your backyard and out in nature while you're out on walks. Get yourself a reference book. Start looking. Get yourself some binoculars. Start looking. Start recording the birds that you see. And then set up feeding stations and bird baths and nesting sites in your backyard. Let the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited show you how and help you. They have all the supplies. They have the knowledge. And they certainly have the enthusiasm. They know the bird business. They also have hummingbird feeders to attract this most wonderful of all the birds. They have the high perch hummingbird feeders that are just fabulous and uh, they are made to last and they're so easy to clean they have all the other nice features i we have uh, the high perch hummingbird feeders and love them you and so do the hummingbirds that's the important thing there are three of the wild birds unlimited stores that go together to sponsor my programs in mckinney Birdie's store, one of the one of the outstanding stores in the nation, at three thousand one South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. That's near Tom Thumb. 
in Dallas, Ron Stewart, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams, and in Dallas, David Stewart, 5715 West Lovers Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy and uh, Nursery and Garden Center. That's just barely west of the Dallas North Tollway. Oh, these are great stores. So that's in Dallas, 5715 West Lovers Lane, in Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird, and in McKinney, 3001 South Harden. I hope you'll go in to any one of these stores and uh, take a look around. If you want to find them on the web, it's wbu.com slash dfw, Wild Birds Unlimited. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, and we also have a line open. If you'd like to grab it, grab it quickly at 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Cody in Arlington, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you, sir? I'm well, sir. How can I help you? Thanks for taking my call. So I, I've got a uh, Chinese pistachio, and I, I've, I've, I've got a couple of them, and I've been in this house for 20-plus years, and the trees have been here the whole time. And I've got a, um, uh, a, a green... Um, I believe it's a, a maple that's in the back. I, I was able to ID that while I was on hold, and, and it's doing the same thing. And it's not uh, – all three trees are not leafing out or, or budding out, you know, whatever the proper term is. And then I've, I've got all this this new growth, these these new uh, branches that are, that are growing out of the main large area of the trunk. And it's it, – they, they've – never done that and i don't know if it's related to the freeze that we had or what but i've been meaning to call you neil for for a few weeks now and been trying to listen on and off and and i i, I heard you i heard you mention the ash uh, you know on the break and so you know i'm just hoping that that there's that there's something going on that i can i can maybe do to to help correct it or, or try to get an answer. Well, let me deal with the Chinese pistachios first. You have two of them doing the same thing? Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. All right. And so how tall are these two trees? Uh, they're they're both equal in height, probably 30, 35 okay. feet. All right. And the new growth that is coming on the trunk, how far up from the ground is it? And um, it, it it goes up probably halfway up the tree. All, all of the all of the you know branches where the where the budding and the leaves you know normally come out, it's just completely bare, like it's bare. dead yeah. of winter. But but at twenty feet, you have twenty five feet. You have vigorous new growth coming from the trunk. Uh, yes, sir. All right, um, that's. That's what we're seeing on several species. There are a few. I'm, I'm trying to play this one down a little bit because we're not sure yet, but it's looking more and more like uh, it, it may stay this way. We're seeing some Schumard red oaks do the same thing where you, you look at the tree. It looks like it's uh, kind of like an X-ray of, of a tree where you see all this growth in the center which would be the skeleton of the tree. You see all this growth, this new growth, and then the outer limbs are, are just bare completely. And yep. uh, that sounds like what you're describing with your pistachio trees. And I, I really kind of suspect that if you had an arborist come in and clean up the trees, get the dead wood out of the way, and uh, maybe do some selective pruning on the, on the living uh, vigorous growth, that you probably could very easily salvage what you have. I think they're probably going to have to have that done to them. I, with oaks, I don't worry about waiting a little longer to do it because their wood is so strong, it, it won't break and cause any problems. Pistachios are pretty strong as well, so I don't feel the urgent need to get in and, and start taking branches off. But I think at some point you're probably going to want to get an arborist out to look at, at your trees 
and and you probably are going to need to do that kind of pruning where all that dead wood comes off you end up with trees that are kind of odd looking for a, a couple of years and that are suddenly half as big as they used to be and have big trunks for the height of the tree but they my guess would be if if the bark on the trunk is healthy and vigorous it then is. okay then the top is going to be fine it just the top was the 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 original top was uh, was was damaged by the cold. I'm surprised, really. I haven't seen a lot of pistachios do that. I have a lot yeah. of other trees, and Ed and Corinth is not going to like my answer as much as you probably. Yeah, I know you don't like it, but he's going to like his answer maybe even worse. Um, so, and we we've seen that on some very tender types of plants like Chinese tallows that that froze back the same way, but even worse. And and in those cases, I've just recommended taking those out because I don't think they're going to make it through the heat of the summer. They they are even more tender. Um, okay, so that's the pistachios, and I think that's going to be a, a, an answer I can live with and that probably your trees will survive and, and make you nice trees that will look bizarre for a year and look great after a couple of years. Right. Now, the maple, I'm trying to figure out what the maple is. Is it a Japanese maple that happens to be a green-leafed one, or, or what is it? Uh, honestly, I don't know. And I, I kind, kind of what I did is I just used, um, I used Google lens and took a picture of the tree and it, it came back with a few hits and I said, Oh, well that, that, that looks like it. So that what, what I think that it is, it, uh, Neil, it may not be, but, but it is essentially doing the same thing that right. the two, uh, well, most of, most of the maples are extremely winter hardy, and and uh, so I would not expect them to have freeze damage. So I, I really, without knowing what you have there, I'm I'm really uh, flying blind. I I don't know what to suggest on that one. Thank you. If you sure. have the arborist touch, you need to start by identifying that one. Uh, but the answer is going to be the same. If they've had that kind of freeze damage, probably the top growth is going to have to be pruned back to to get rid of it and and let the regrowth take over uh, there are some species that are going to need to be removed and replaced with something better or if if you're willing to say well this survived for me for 30 years i'm willing to take that chance on another one uh, that'd be fine but there are also some plants that we should never have planted this far north uh, and i would put that chinese tallow and loquats and a few other things in that category and uh, so uh, people who okay. replant with those are making a mistake, I think. But anyway, yeah. that's the best I can get on that other one, Cody. I just don't know what you have. Yep. Great. Thanks so much, Neil. Appreciate you. You're welcome very much. Thanks for calling and waiting on me. Have a good one. All right, folks, I'm going to come back to Ed and Corinth and Monica in Addison. We have two more uh, uh, tree uh, questions, uh, one of them being probably freeze damage and one of them not. One of them squirrel damage. So that's going to be a couple of interesting questions. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is my uh, book now in its fifth printing, and the fifth printing already has sold about 40% of that printing in uh, five weeks, the first five weeks it was out. Oh, my gosh. That was, that was uh, humbling, to say the least. Thank you for that very much. I was exhausted when we put the last of those in the mail, and I know it will drop off a lot during the summer, but... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, this is the book in its 11 chapters that covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the state of Texas, all 254 counties. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is that calendar of when to do everything in terms of planting, pruning, fertilizing, and spraying all your plants. Chapters three through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Now, this uh, book is 344 pages, 840 photographs, printed in San Antonio, and uh, it's printed on high-quality paper. It is a hardback. You say, well, that must be $55 or more. It is $36.95 plus tax and postage. That's because I chose not to put it in stores, not to put it on Amazon, but indeed to sell it directly from my garage to your home. And I do all my signing in the garage, and uh, then we take them directly to the post office. So there are no middle people involved in this one. It's uh, directly to you. 
That satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you spend on the book. I have not had to re- uh, refund anything in the uh, first five printings so far. 66,000 copies sold, not one request for a refund. Here are the two ways you can order it, and you can order it right now by going to my website. That's neilsperry.com. But you can also call my office during the week. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. That number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Summer is upon us. You can't count on the rain to irrigate your plants all the time. Sure would be nice to have some good garden hoses. And I know where you can get two good garden hoses at a great savings. That would be Ace is the Place. With the helpful hardware folks, Ace is the place with the great garden hose. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season garden hose for $16.99. Save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $11.99, a limit of two hoses. If you need a garden hose, it'll stay flexible no matter what the thermometer reads. It's designed to stay flexible year-round in all temperatures, even when it's cold outside. This all-season hose is a medium medium-duty garden hose perfect for everyday watering. Watering the garden, watering the lawn, general cleanup, you bet. It works on all of it. It's a 5-8 inch inside diameter, strong 300 plus pound per square inch burst strength. This water hose delivers just the right amount of water in the right uh, speed for all of your outdoor needs. The patented hose armor prevents kinking at the water source. Ace stores parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. That's Ace. Ace is the place. Ace is the place with the garden hose on great sale. And Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Let's go back to the phones and we go to Ed in Corinth. Ed, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Neil. Um... I have the question I had you kind of uh, touched on a little bit. It's the same problem that Cody has with, but only this is an ash tree, a Texas ash. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's where the water. that's where the top has died back, and it's coming out internally, and you've got some new shoots down in the in the crown of the tree. Correct. Yeah, I have two of those, and they're acting exactly alike. Yeah, and in fact, I would say. Um, I have probably seen 500 Texas ash trees in landscapes this spring. I, I don't know if it's 400 or 600, a lot. And I have not seen any that are, are functioning any differently than what you've described. They're all doing the same thing, where they have died back significantly, and then the uh, the plants are, are trying to sprout out from right in the main trunk, right where the limbs attach. And so 90, 80 to 90 percent of the top growth has died. Right. Um, let me let me tell you that you could prune all that dead wood off. This is going to come across rather bluntly. Forgive me. I want to be friends when I finish this comment. Uh, it, uh-huh. it, you can prune all that off and they will regrow. And here's the blunt part. But you will still have an ash tree. And ash trees are notoriously prone to borers, B-O-R-E-R-S, not the least of which is a new pest that has moved into Texas in the last few years called the emerald ash borer. It has killed ash trees all through the Midwest. Uh, It has been reported in Denton County. You're in Denton County, aren't you? 
Yes. It has been reported in Denton County about two years ago and in Tarrant County and all over, not all over, but scattered over East Texas. Uh, it is a terrible insect. It, it has just taken ash forests out of the Midwest. So I, I, before you spend hundreds of dollars trying to save the two ash trees with expensive uh, tree pruning, you might consider replacing them. That's, that's the reason I wanted to, to be just candid about it. Uh, they can be saved, but I don't know how long they're going to survive the emerald ash borer and the other problems that, that uh-huh. hit ash trees. So anyway, but that's freeze okay. damage. That's, that's what you're seeing is freeze damage, and, and that will make them even more vulnerable to borers moving in. Gotcha. I, I wish I, yeah, I wish I had better news, Ed. Well, no, it, it is what it is. Um, what do you think I, I should uh, replace them with? Uh, they're about probably, I uh, would say, about eight years old, nine years old. I, I would say that nice. you're, yeah, I would say that your replacement tree is is dependent on the size of the space you have for it. Um, if you have a big yard, then the seven best big trees are. Uh, Schumard red oak, live oak, chinkapin oak, and burr oak, pecan, cedar elm, and Chinese pistachio. Um, if you don't have that much room, I'm sorry. Right, we we and they're pretty close to the swimming pool. All right. If you don't have that much room, then I would probably go with uh, with one of the magnolias. That's that's the grade A plus 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 would be a little gem, G-E-M, magnolia. Now, they have large leaves, and they do drop their leaves for a a month or two in the spring, but the leaves are big, and and so they're easily skimmed off a swimming pool. So that, you know, I I don't have a pool, so I don't know how it is to maintain one, but I think that would be a positive. They don't have any small trash that they uh, they drop, so I would think that would be a positive. Um, Other other good small trees would be... uh, uh, would okay. be redbud, golden rain tree, and Mexican plum. Those are the other three good small trees. <laughs> Got it. So anyway, hey, I appreciate your call. Let me try to help Monica here. I have about a minute to help her. So thank you for calling. Monica, I'm almost out of time. Japanese maple, the bark that's been stripped by, by uh, squirrels, is that right? By squirrels, yes, and also they've gotten to the top of our oak trees. We see shavings at the bottom of. Yeah, the trees. you're gonna you're gonna Walmart have to figure calls. a way to discourage them from climbing. Uh, if they're coming up on a power line or off a roof, then it's going to be very difficult. I have them in my pecans, and I can't do anything about it because they jump from tree to tree. But if you uh, can put a uh, some kind of a, a, a sheet metal uh, collar around the trunk of the tree, that will keep them from going up a Japanese maple. But that's the only thing you can do. You've just got to keep them from getting up in the tree. And they, they will do a lot of damage. I, I get it. I understand. Hey, i got to run. I'm just out of time. Thank you. I'm sorry I had to rush. Folks, thanks for listening. We will be live next uh, Sunday, so tune me in then. Thank you, Mike Bass. Great program. Have a great fourth uh, prelude, and we'll see you next week. Happy gardening.